And welcome to another edition of the Wake Up Late with Dougie Show. I'm Dougie Almeida coming to you live from Simpsonville, South Carolina, where I'm blending in. Just back from Las Vegas, competed in the World Series of Comedy, made it to the semifinals, top six of 101 comics. Great time. We'll talk about it because today my guest uh, actually joined me in the World Series of Comedy. Uh, comedy. He did not join me in the advanced rounds, unfortunately, because he basically, well, we'll have him share his story about that and much more today on the Wake Up Play with Dougie show. Without further ado, my good friend and fellow comedian, Gene Hardy. What's up, buddy? I gave myself my own ovation. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so what's up, dude? Long time no see. I know, man. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you. I feel like uh, you you vindicated yourself after 2011. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you remember that story? I was gonna I was gonna bring that up because you know one of the, one of the topics I want to talk about. And let me ask you because that's because we're going to talk about certain things I want to ask you, but like the fraternity of comedy. You know, and like being in the business at least a decade or more, you end up meeting people from all over the country. And then when you travel, you, re you run into them again. And then just the just the the beauty of it, of knowing all these fucking people. Right. And getting it and, and, you know, and be able to shoot the shit when you're in a different geographic area anywhere in the country. So, yeah. yeah uh, no, 2011. Yeah. 2011. Yeah. I remember. Um, well, listen, tell first of all. Tell your fans, your viewers, your version of the story <laughs> so I can tell mine. Well, I believe uh, uh, you and I, young comics in South Florida, right? We, we had an act. You know, we were up and comers. Uh, we wanted to audition for what was called then the South Beach Comedy Festival. And, um, you know, I was, uh, you and I had made plans. Let's go. We're going to go. We're going to go audition, sit in a fucking line, wait, do three minutes, whatever the fuck it is. We wonder if yeah. we're going to get chosen. And uh, so I went to pick you up. But then uh, we were kind of like, ah, do we really want to fucking do this? I mean, do we really want to drive all the way to fucking Miami and go through this shit? Right. And uh, we left it to chance and we uh, flipped the coin. Uh, whether we would go to the Has South Beach go. Comedy Fest audition or go to like Tootsie's. I think we had an alternative to the actual a backup plan, a backup plan, plan B. And I don't remember who flipped the coin, but we flipped the coin. And uh, I remember you interpreted the uh, I believe you were the one who interpreted the whether it was heads or tails. And you said, keep driving to Miami. We're auditioning to the. I think that's it probably what it, happened. It, it was more than likely my coin because it was my last. <laughs> so I, i'm sure that was my coin and it was probably heads on both sides and we was going to south beach <laughs> we were going uh which worked that well because you advanced and uh we're on that uh comedy festival i won it yeah so i wanted that here uh, and i wouldn't have i wouldn't have won it if you didn't drive me there yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm not yo, getting any royalties no, or vig off that shit. Right, right. You've been tight about that ever since, and now this time we go to Vegas. We in a bigger competition, and I don't even make it out of the the the, the tryouts 
for the, the <laughs> commercial. Like, I don't even yeah. make the, 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 I'm barely in the one, the top 101 comics. Like, I was like 103. That's how I fared yeah. this week. And then you breezed right through into the top six. That was pretty dope. Yeah, thanks, man. It, let me. Oop, there you go. Well, they're calling right now. The, the no, that was, was yeah, that's my long. That was my long <laughs> reminding me about the, the Doug show. Um, thank you. Uh, uh, well, let me ask you this because as somebody's been in that position, you know, and I felt that when I didn't go through the top three, you know, you're sitting there waiting to hear your name because that's what happens. You do the show, and the first and the and the second round that you were in, there's basically seven or eight comics. I can't remember, and you all do like eight minutes. And uh, they picked uh, two people, first and second, to advance to the uh, to the quarterfinals. Uh, uh, and uh, when you're sitting there, the, just the agony, the right, the angst of waiting to hear the fucking name. I mean, what is that like to, for you? So it, it's a mixed bag because when you get off that stage and you feel like you murdered it. You want to stay close to the stage because you be thinking they're going to call your name. But yeah. then you don't want to be presumptuous, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like on the on the on the on the line, like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. right, like that. Yeah, you know, like, like a track star, position. just waiting for them to shoot the gun. Yeah. So, uh, so when I know I did a, a killer set, I stay close. Yeah. Like, no, nah, there were a couple of times where I just like I had my hand on the doorknob for the stage. I'm like, it's, they got to be calling my name. This wasn't it. This time. Right. I was like, all right, I was strong, but it wasn't like I saw the other guys and I was like, all right, don't, don't, if they do call your name, then you just got to run fast. Yeah. And so when they didn't call my name. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, well, two things that, that, in all honesty, I was not there at that show, but I had heard, but a lot of people basically said it was a, it was a huge show. It was like, you know, so it's it, when you don't get your name called, but it's not because, you know, you can't, you know, everybody, the person who, whoever got their name called, they fucking crushed it as well. You know, you know, you know, it's like, ah, whatever, you know, what the fuck are you going to do? It's, you get pissed when you did, you feel like you crushed it. And there's somebody who got their name called and you're like, what the fuck was that about? You know what I mean? Um, that's the only time, but, but it, it does, it does fucking irk it. You know what I mean? Uh, uh but what are you going to do? Um, if you don't fucking call. It, 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 um, it really didn't bother me, man, because, um, it really didn't bother me. Uh, cause what I got out of that whole experience was way worth it for me. Yeah. And, and honestly, I mean, not saying that b being a winner would have been a deterrent, but like, like, I just don't want to feature no more. Yeah. You know, so if I got, well, actually, I guess for me to uh, get to that place, I got to feature more, <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, you know, it, it depends. I mean, people have the ability, what I call wormholing, you know, because you have like, you know, and I think of that in a sense in your career, you know, you, when you started doing comedy, I was out there doing bonkers and shit and running around the fucking country doing B rooms and working and, and, you know, and you were in A rooms with a major headliner and, you know, going around the country. And I was thinking, man, I wish I could fucking perform in those places. You know what I mean? Man, I got, but it, it was a different fucking route. You know, we, we, we fucking, mm -hmm. we went in two different ways. And it's funny the grass is always greener because you're basically saying shit. You know, I wish I was, wish I was doing fucking improv sure, all over the sure. country. You know what I mean? Because listen, but I, I just so I got no, 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 go ahead. No, I'm saying because I like I did Madison Square Garden, 
I performed at the Wilbur Theater in Boston. Um, I did some dope places and don't really have much to show for it. Aside from that memory, like it wasn't my show. It wasn't my thing. Right. I just, I happened to grace those stages and, and, and put that on my travel, uh, uh, notch on the belt. But I, I, now that I think about it, I'd much rather, you know, be out pursuing my own dream. Right. And so if I'm headlining that bunk, I'll take headlining that bunkers than performing for the janitors at the garden. Cause that's right. pretty much when I went up, I went up like, dude, it was like, like in the garden, they was still preparing, still cleaning while I'm on stage. I was the very first <laughs> dude. Yeah. And then, so by the time the show got underway, that's when everybody filled in the theater. But I, so I'd rather be doing my own thing. At least that's what I'm looking at things now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I, I you know, a lot of comics, we talked about it and, you know, if somebody said to me, what, you know, what do you think, you know, why, you know, what, why, why do you think you're in the place you're in? I think I just, because of all the work, man, all the work, you know, it's like travel the fucking country and I get on stage everywhere and I'm trying to do 30 minutes in front of every crowd I could possibly get in front of and deal with everything that I could possibly deal with, you know, polish the material, get polished myself. And fuck, I mean, it's just, it's repetition, right? It's all about continuity and all that stuff. And, but it, it, it's interesting, you know, you go to, you go two different ways. Um, so, um, yeah, buddy, uh, I was going to ask you, so, uh, well, we go, I mentioned the first question was how far we go back. Well, we go back to fucking those days, uh, and, and running around. Um, all right. The next question was, how was the world series of comedy? It's one of those America's got talent things, right? Like you don't necessarily have to win if one or two or three people see you. And that's a good thing about the festival is that there's a lot, there's good industry there. There's people that own comedy clubs. There's people that run rooms, you know, and they see you like I have, you know, a few people now that said, all right you know, I've, I've seen enough. You can, you know, and you mentioned like headlining, these are rooms you can go and headline, you know, yeah. um, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. you get work. So it's, it's great. You know, you don't have to win the fucking thing. You just got to make sure you do a good job when you're on stage, you know? Um, yeah, no, I think you're about to say something. I, no. it, it was, it was fun for me because like, that's why those satellites were cool. I didn't, I didn't go there to necessarily win. I mean, I ain't go there to lose either, but the competition yeah. wasn't my focus. It was letting those clubs see a different brand. And that's what, though, yeah, a lot. Listen, I just wished I had gone on a little further just so they could see at least one more set. Because I got yeah, enough yeah. Yeah. traction after one, but, you know. Well, that's the key. That's the fucking key. And that was my goal when I got to the top six, because... Uh, if you made the top six, one of the, the cherries on the cake for the whole experience is you got to perform at the Dirty at 1230 at the South Point Casino, which is mm -hmm. an awesome show. It's at 1230 in the morning. It's a dirty show. It's like it's great as a comic. Most of the time you're getting on a show like, oh, you know, uh, I hope I, I hope I'm clean enough. You know, speaking of that, remember we did a show one time for a charity at the old Hollywood Improv and you went up and closed the show. It's supposed to be clean. You lost it. And you said, fuck it. <laughs> you just started doing I think I, me yo, and Cisco or somebody was in the back and you just fucking said, fuck it. I was, I, was just I was just talking to Monty Benjamin about that. Holy shit, Monty. But, yeah. Uh, I remember being on the stage having, a, I don't know what, how much time I was supposed to do, but it was supposed to be clean. This is early. 
And I was doing okay. Maybe a joke or two I got in clean. And then <laughs> I felt that cool Started bead of sweat. Like I felt it like leaking out the back, right? Once it hit the <laughs> spinal cord, <laughs> that's, when I, that's when I knew I got nothing left. And somebody even said that there was a pastor in the back and I, it was oh. in my head. And I just was like, well, fuck it then. Let's just do this. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 I could still to this day picture you on stage and that Hollywood, the Hollywood improv in Fort Lauderdale, which is gone now. Uh, yeah. It was a great room, but that's what we got, which are our open mics we used to hit and shit and um, with them. But dude, you were just set up and you had that fucking pause in your face and you could just tell you were searching. You went, you know what? <laughs> and we go and we go, oh, here it goes. Here we, here we go. Here, we go. here goes Gene. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so much for clean. And dude, it was it was oh, a fucking but, memory of but that. Somebody, somebody told me, though, that the pastor was in the back dying. Right. Yeah, it's usually the no, case. I believe it. A lot of those times, a lot, of, a lot of those times, they say they want you to be clean. Most of the audience is like, "What? Why the fuck are we so clean?" I've um, had, I've yeah. had. So I got my alarm set. That's what you're hearing. It's not like anybody's calling me, but the alarm doesn't care about. Uh, do not disturb. Let me turn this whole thing off because it's snoozing me. Um, and with and, and your and your phone and uh, when your phone rings, does it sound like an alarm? You have them like switched. You know what I mean? You got the you got the ringer tone on the fucking alarm, but you got the oh no, nah, but I, I, I use that on every, I use that on everything because it's the loudest thing. Yeah, <laughs> that old, right, that so, old um, phone is noxious. Yeah, so dude, we were talking about that, that being clean, but so it's dirty at twelve thirty. You you have to you know the the you have, can you be dirty enough? You know what I mean? That was the funny difference. You normally have to be clean. Am I gonna be clean enough? This was like, am I gonna be dirty enough? And uh, so that was awesome, you know, because the last time I got I went, I did it once before and uh, Gabe, who hosted, it's his room, went up and did like three minutes and then he fucking brought me up. I'm like, oh, shit. And I just had a so I did all right, but I didn't fucking nothing. I'd want to remember, you know, and well, uh, last time, so or I, the, first I think time? It, the first time, the first right. time I did years ago. And that's when Steve Trevino closed. It's first time I met Steve Trevino was there uh, and he came up. So he came up. I liked your closer, but uh but I thought I did all right, you know, but it wasn't like, oh, fuck, this guy's going to have me back. You know, it was like I, I battled to get him. So all six of the comic, all six of us in the back in the green room doing the, they're all like, oh, what are we going to do? We're going to do our same set or 10 minutes. We're going to practice it again. I'm like, dude, I'm going to fucking have fun. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want, you know. So uh, I got a little dirty. Yeah, it, this I mean, I like that some of the other guys was working on their set. But like I wanted I wanted some of them to kind of like roll their sleeves up and get dirty. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd. I got a good, too. I got, I got good feedback from everybody. It seemed to see that. I felt good. That was one of those sets I felt good about. Like you said, because yeah. when I did, when I was in these, when in the, the semifinals round, my, you know, my 10 minute set when that semifinal round, I felt good about it, but I wasn't going to be disappointed had I not, you know what I mean? I had that, you have that moment too, you know, like, because there, was, I think almost every every comic that night had him and lost him, had him, and it was like weird. It wasn't like everybody. It was, it was one of those nights like the night before where everything was up here and that fucking rallied, yeah. and every comic had it, and then it fell back and then went up, and so it was interesting. Yeah. But you know, fuck it. Even, even, even yeah, some it was, of my favorite comics didn't like really. It was like yeah, it was that roller coaster. 
is a, it was a weird show. But yeah, if you can, you mentioned the satellites are great as a comic because if you want to work a room, you can either mail, email them a thousand fucking emails over the next five years and hope they see you. Uh, bug, a, bug a headliner to have you come do a guest spot when they're there at that club. Or you can just go and sign up for the World Series of Comedy and sign up for the satellites and the clubs you want to work and you'll get the showcase and do your thing. And here's the most important about that thing. And I'm sure my good friend uh, Gene will mention this. Don't suck. Okay. Just don't suck. Just don't. You know what I mean? If you suck and, you know, be real. Like, how, Gene, how many comics you know that just aren't, they're delusional? You know a lot of delusional well, comics that think them. they're fucked. A lot of them, we, and and they they get off the stage with this. Oh man, I see a lot of them down here in Miami still. That's why I stay home a lot, no. man. I just well, Miami's got a reputation now in South Florida comedy as comics that all do crowd work. You know they they don't they don't really have an act. A lot of them are doing crowd work. Um, yeah, because they, they 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 catch on that social media vibe right now. Yeah, yeah. Any any thoughts on crowd work? Any advice or any fucking thoughts on it? I love crowd work from a comic that got strong material. Like, if I already know you could bang us, you can just bull through a set, whether it's good or bad, you got jokes. I I love the, the crowd work. I don't like the crowd work if that's all you're giving me. Now, yeah, some people like yeah. that. Some people like that. A lot of audience members just like that part. They just love the freestyle of it. And I, again, I don't mind that either. When I trust that this dude, even without this crowd work, he was going to be good. But if I just see you yeah. and all you are is crowd work, you never sat down and thought about a joke or, uh, you know, put some ideas together, then I, I'd be like, because mm. the yeah. crowd work could yeah. get easy. Once you start getting good at how to ask the questions, the crowd does the work. Yeah. 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 They're your muse. They're your, they're your vault of information. The crowd uh, a lot of comedy work. clubs don't like it. A lot of comedy clubs don't like it. Uh, especially if you're an opening act. Headliners yeah. can give it away if they want, you know? Um, all right. Um, let me ask you a question. This is a little deeper inside of it. Uh, do you want to talk about adversity and how motivating it can be? What kind of adversity? Well, adversity, that's you know, things that fucking hit us in the hit us in the things that hit us in the face, things that stop as far us, as you know, uh, as far as life, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you and I talked about shit, you know, I, we, you and I both been some fucking through some life events in the last uh, recent time. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So something bad happens. So something comes up and, you know, some people crawl into a shell or fucking, you know, you know, you and I had a good conversation about that. So, yo, I want to see um, if you had any thoughts on that. Yeah, crawling into a shell is a very comfortable thing to do. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I I did it most of my life. I ran from adversity. I ran from pursuing my dreams with with steam. Like I was lucky enough to be strong enough in a lot of ways that I could float through. And that's all I did. I coasted. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. But it, 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 so at the time when I was coasting and I, and, and I was barely like passing uh, college classes or barely uh, saving a relationship or barely keeping a job, it, I would think that 
oh, all right, that this is, you know, I'm just a lucky dude, blah, blah, blah. But I was, that was, I wasn't, I was a, I was a coward. Like I wasn't turning around. I wasn't facing what I was supposed to be facing. Like the, the, the whatever yeah. trauma or fear, whatever it was, I ain't, we didn't even get to the bottom of that yet. But something I realized after I started going through all this real drama in my life this past couple of years, that one, I couldn't physically run anymore because, you know, I got I got into some trouble and I just, I, so I couldn't go anywhere. And then I was forced to be home by myself with my thoughts. And then that's when like whatever beauty and love and future and darkness and truth that was in my world, I was forced to look at it and deal with it over a period of time these past couple right. of years. And that was when I looked and looked at all of my inventory of my emotional, my emotional inventory. And I was like, wow, some of the people and some of the things that I was afraid of, one, they weren't even in the room. Two, they weren't even real. Three, they weren't that scary. And so when I when I finally turned the lights on in my life, I looked around like, oh, these things that I was afraid of that I ran from weren't that terrible. And so that's right. me now. Second second uh coming of Gene Harding. Well, let me let me uh, let me that's give you a cool. byproduct. Let me give you a byproduct of that that transformation and that uh, uh, evolution, right? Of of your of your of your being. Uh, ben, uh, this is uh, this is sessions with Gene, which is you got to go to Gene's IG Instagram and follow this because I love it. Run this uh, clip. How you doing, Gene? Welcome back. What up, Doc? Hey, last time I was here, you said I could talk about anything in these sessions, anything you want. All right, but why Apple be making these AirPods so bouncy? Like, there ain't no reason for it. I dropped my joints on my way here. One of them fell under the sink. The other one is in my neighbor's yard. Ain't no reason for it. They just got too much bounce. <laughs> like a spoiled dean. I just don't need that, and I don't understand it. I got an Android, so. You got an Android? <laughs> Wish you had told me that before I signed up for these sessions. Why? Because Android is trash. Anybody with an Android... Don't got no goals. I feel like your favorite superhero is Robin. <laughs> you probably got a Catwoman tattoo behind your left earlobe. I don't know. Android just our camera is better than yours. The only reason why I would use an Android phone is to take a picture of my iPhone. I feel like <laughs> had a Android. I feel like Android's headquarters is Area 51. I feel like- That's it. <laughs> Where are you going, Doc? Ben, ben, let him go. Let him, leave him wanting more, Ben. Let us let me get back to fucking, dude, how fucking funny is that, dude? I mean, you know what I mean? I'm fucking cracking up at this shit. So you gotta go to, uh, where? where's your, uh, your Instagram, Gene? At Gene Harding, G-E-N-E Harding, like Tanya. Yeah, there's, there, there's, there's a few episodes. Go check them out. But that dude, how fucking, one is in, under the sink. The other one's in my neighbor's yard. I mean, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that ever happened to you, but I, the, shit, the shit is real. Dude, that's why I'm laughing so hard. The, yeah. Your AirPods hit the floor. Trust me, they are in an air balloon somewhere else. 
and that's what shot down the fucking Chinese balloon. Somebody dropped their fucking ear pod right. and it bounced off the tile floor of a fucking bathroom right. in Queens. Right. Um, yeah, dude. Um, I mean, that's just good shit. And, you know, because, you know, a lot of times, I mean, we live in an age where, you know, young people just, you can't tell them shit. You know, you can't tell somebody, Hey, you know, uh, that wasn't good. You know, you need to fucking get better. You know, you know, you need to fucking, you need to get your shit straight. Like God bless. You can tell anybody that without them hating you or then cursing you and not only doing that, but then telling other people you're a fucking asshole because you're just trying to help them out. So, you know, it, it's that ability in a human being to be able to say, fuck it. You know, I don't like the way things are going, recognizing it. You know, when, when I was 30, I, one of the things I, I, I the mantras I, I went was with is that old saying to know oneself is to know God. So when you know what you can do, can't do, and you know what you really, your, your fucking problems are, your challenges are, you start fucking, all right, I can deal with it. You're not scared to go. I'm not, you know, you, know, you just realize it and you start dealing with it. So, it, you know, I, I, that's why I, I'm, I was proud of that. And I thought it's fucking funny as shit. So thank you, man. well done. So, How many sessions that, you up to now? Um, as of this uh, uh, airing, 24, 20, yeah, 24, 23. Yeah, yeah. Has yeah. it helped? Has um, it helped the, uh, the following? Is it more and more people coming on? I get, I get, it trickles. I get one new follower a day, but this, this, hold on. This is the, see if you can see it. No, you can't see it. Yeah, it's too bright. Oh. That's, that's yeah. my, this is my vision board. That's the mantra. Yeah. This is my vision. Way to go, man. Yeah. Well, you're on, you're on, you're on track, dude. You're on track. I appreciate it. But back to what you were saying before about that, like, so that just to tie it all into your original question. So sessions came about because of the adversity I was facing that I put on myself and it was like, my back was against the wall. I just swung. That's all this is. I'm just swinging my bat and I'm enjoying it. So that's a good start. Like if you having fun with your comedy, if you having fun with your career choice, if you having fun with whatever it is you're doing, that's the best, if not the most important start. And then everything else, you know, should be all right. So I'm enjoying sessions a lot. You got to see me laughing by myself. (laughs) Just filming (laughs) this stuff. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, well, that's funny, dude. If, and if you ever need a voiceover, I can do a doctor's voice, you know. Yeah, a new that's doc. just what I need. You get a new doc. Doc, I had to get rid of the other doc. Yeah, what, what's the problem? <laughs> yeah, 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 we killed what, him. What's wrong with him? Yeah. So <laughs> I charge less money. Right. Tell me more, Gene. Uh, tell me more, Gene. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's awesome, dude. And you know what? Here's, again, to wrap up the whole thing about comedy, that was the best feeling in the world. I was talking a little bit earlier. But this, this you know, because I can't tell you how many... You know, when a few of the co- a few of the uh, people I just met, like industry and stuff this weekend, uh, you know, at the festival, you know, they had heard about the passing of my wife and that people I didn't even know coming up, hugging me and shit, you know, and and, and all that kind of stuff. So it just, you know, these these people are and then, you know, you go to Vegas, like when I go to Vegas, next thing you know, you got, oh, I'll put you up, I'll put you up. 
And there's nothing better when you go into a room and somebody says, oh, I'll get you guys. And you piss off like 10 comics that are all waiting in a line and they throw you up on the fucking stage. Oh, yeah. That was that, yeah. Was that night you did that show. I was at the other show, right? How was yours? Uh, it was good, but that was the night I left my my cell phone in the my my car in the Uber. In Uber Listen, yeah. if you leave your cell phone in a fucking Uber, and you don't have a backup, you know, internet, fucking iPad or something, you can get on and sign back onto Uber. You're fucked. You know, I had to go back to the hotel, get on my laptop. I mean, thank God somebody found it, but uh, oh, never you got an Android, right? No, I have an iPhone, dude. I have an iPhone. Oh, <laughs> you don't got to watch the find my. No, I got a, this is not a, Useless. I don't think that's an iPhone. Yeah. If that's a uh, but all right. Hey. Yeah, it is. Um, hey, by the way, it's time for, uh, did you hear? This is when uh, Gina and I go over some stories from around the world. And of course, uh, try to make some fun of it. Uh, no, no real difficulty um, having fun with the Florida man story. And of course, we have a few. I saved some, saved some for the last couple of weeks. But Florida man caught on video allegedly injecting chemical agent under a neighbor's door. Making family with baby sick. First of all, if anybody's thinking about doing such thing, realize ring cameras all over the fucking world. You know what I mean? My dude. It, it, listen, if you you have to be stupid to even leave your house and think that you're not being caught somewhere on camera. That's yeah. one. And yeah. then two, you go to a residence where first of all, you ain't. Oh, that, I'm just glad they they, they caught him. I'm glad. Uh, I just like I like when people like that get caught because that's just kind of shit that, like, it, you know what I'm saying? It's just first of all, like who how has it, those chemicals at their house? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to say anything, but it was an Asian fella. If you look at the if you look at the story, it's an Asian fella. So he may, I don't know if he has chemical engineering background, and he's got like a like a system, like an like a vent system, like an injection, you know. Prepare, you know, like how pissed off, like what did this person do to you? You know, this person, you know, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You know, we were talking before no, the I mean, show about home wreckers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, you, know, you really want to be in that day dude, and age? It's just, I, I saw it. I'm like, yo, dude, like, well, that's the kind of dude that will probably shot up a school anyway. So I'm glad they got him off that. Yeah, Zooming, Zooming Lee, 36, was seen injecting a liquid under the neighborhood, neighboring family's door at Oxford Place in Tampa Palms. Oh, yeah, you get um, beat up. The liquid tested positive for narcotics, methadone and hydrocone. Wow. Hydrocodone, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I showed them. They get fucked up. Yo, um, that's crazy. And they said they said he was doing it a few times. He did it a few times. Like, the, yeah. the ring camera only came after. They done inhaled oh, his yeah. shit a few. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Somebody got suspicion, said, I'm gonna set up a camera to see what's going on. Yeah. But they got so, his yeah. ass. So not only so crazy about that. You know so crazy about that? They fucking used a camera to catch the dude. The dude that they caught made the camera. He was Chinese. <laughs> they caught him with his own shit. Yeah. Technology suck. Yeah. Not much of a not much of a difference. Our next story, gardener catches nightmare neighbor poisoning their plants in broad daylight. I mean, come on. What that's the fuck a, that's is an old white woman. That's an old white yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah. It, that's guaranteed. That's an old white woman. Or, who kills or a vegetables? gay man. Or an older or an older single gay man. 
Never. It's be one of the two. No, no gay man will ever kill fresh zucchini. <laughs> no, well, not the zucchini, <laughs> but you know, perhaps you know some daff daffodils or some dandelions. Nah, nah, nah. They, not not on flowers. Not the gay dude. That is an old. <laughs> that is an old white lady. She ain't got dick down in years, and that's her killing vegetables. <laughs> That's oh another. That's another level. I mean, it is fucked up. You know what I mean? That's why. That's why I'm saying I don't want to give anybody a reason to fuck with me. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm. I'm you a, do you know, I'm outspoken. I'm outspoken. I mean, I listen. But you know, I, 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 whenever I'm outspoken, I'm out. Who knows? I'm going to speak about people. Yeah, you know, I know a little bit about. I'm not people I had don't know their background. Um, all right. Uh, here's another Florida man story. A Florida man and woman were doing stretches, uh, by a pool cops say then, uh, came the attack. Now <clears throat> I assume uh, you read the story, Gene, this is cause I want to have I your mean, bit of an interpretation here as a man, as a player. I mean, you are a ladies man. I mean, you are a, you are a coxman. I'll give you that. You know, as, as long as I've known you, you're, you know what I mean? <clears throat> but, uh, if you read the story, basically, the, the story basically reads, woman sees a, ma a man and a woman at 2.30 in the morning stretching by the pool, 2.30 in the morning, goes down and uh, basically assaults the woman stretching and the man too. And it turns out, if you read the story, but the, the woman is in a relationship with the man. The woman, the, woman, the, the woman who struck the other woman is in a relationship with the other man, if I read it correctly. So, you know. No. Wait, mm -hmm. the the slap the slapper is in a relationship with the male slappy. The accused woman who had been detained in the back of the patrol car was taken into custody at the blah 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 blah. Um, blah, blah, blah was it? Um, yeah, they, I don't think they're together. No, it could said they said they were partners. Um, yeah, the couple that was that got slapped. <laughs> The couple that got caught, okay, they in a domestic. They, the couple that got slapped, they in a domestic relationship, and they were uh, stretching, and a lady came <laughs> over and slapped them. And but what they don't say is that lady was the lady from the garden. Well, this is the thing which he said, no, which, which noted before. that he was. Here's a quote which noted that he was in a domestic relationship with the defendant. So the defendant is the person who is striking the person. It said defendant? Yeah. The, the deputy wrote that the victim, the victim, the victim, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, had, a, had a red mark on her face consistent with the, the account and then made contact with the male victim who agreed that the suspect was pissed off she she attacked us alleged the man whose name was redacted in the report which noted that he was in a domestic relationship with the defendant oh the defendant means the charged well that's a stupid ass story then that was you over here doing downward dog with with a strange bitch at the airport <laughs> oh okay you know, if you read the funny thing about this story this is an important that's what i'm saying the interpretation of the story that's why people are you know most and and I'm I'm like well if 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 it's the like if I'm downstairs stretching with some hot bitch and my wife had seen me from upstairs at two thirty in the morning stretching 
You know what I mean? She's going to come down and beat the fuck out of somebody too. You know what I mean? I mean I everybody's getting stretched. Yeah, everybody's going to get stretched then. Uh, interesting the way that was written, and I'm glad, you know, see how easily that was misinterpreted. This school, this uh, story, by the way, went around uh, viral for a while. High school, ba- high school band director was tased by cops at a football game after he refused orders to stop the music. Stop the fucking music. I don't know if you saw this story, but uh, it got, it went nuts. And of course, police asked the guy to stop. He didn't. I'm going to keep fucking playing. And he got the fuck tased out of him. And uh, I don't know. Um, you know, who am I to say, but, uh, I, I, you know, if I'm playing it, if I'm playing a trumpet and a cop says, stop the fucking playing, I'm like, all right, I'm going to stop playing. You know, what am I going to do? But, uh, I mean, there, there, there could be more to that story, but the way that story was written, it looked like everybody was supposed to stop playing so that they could clear out the stadium. And this band right. decided to not stop, blah, 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 right? But right. I don't know if that, it could have meant, it could have meant that uh, everybody, every other band or the other band had a had a longer time to perform and this band didn't. Um, yeah. Maybe the cop was, was, was overreactive in the way he was telling them, who knows? It could be a bunch of things. All I know is, one, I'm glad it was only a taser. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, start there. And two, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, and two, I'm thinking a, a taser might be the way to go, man. There's a couple of people on this planet yeah. that just need a good tasing. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. I, I think a lot of people. I, you know, I, I agree. I think a lot of people need to be tased for. And listen, if if you got tased for something you shouldn't have done, you probably did something a while back you deserved it for. So just fucking chalk it up for that. Uh, world be a more understanding or, place, or or you're a good person, and all you got was taste. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> now the guy supposedly, I've heard stories. The guy's claiming he's having a hard time lifting his hands to lead the band now, which could be a disability. Uh, oddly enough, I can't do that. Wow. The one thing I need to do. Uh, yeah, uh, you know who knows. I mean, I would be doing the same thing. Sue the shit out of these people. I mean, right, yeah, right, right. Especially if it's true. Uh, uh, but I, I, my thought was maybe, maybe the cop was like not in band. He was in orchestra, you know, like he played the violin. He said, fuck you fucking brass guys and you fucking (laughs) percussion motherfuckers. And he just got pissed. Uh, another story, a San Francisco bakery is refusing to serve police officers because it's uh, policy doesn't allow guns inside the store. Um, you know, listen, I don't know why any police officer goes to any of these fast food places anymore. If I was a cop, I would not trust anybody at a fast food, you know, one way or the other. Uh, but you know what? I mean, that's kind of fucked up. Uh, you know, obviously the cop has to not leave the gun in the car before they want to go in and get a fucking donut. Look, first of all, <clears throat> first of all, uh, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't just a fast food. It was a donut spot. So, you know, that's, that's the police headquarters, right? Yeah. But second, Second is that lady or whoever that person was fucked up. They fucked up because if they ever get robbed and somebody calls yeah. 911 from that address, yeah. them cops are going to pull up uh, 45 minutes later with fresh donuts. Yeah. Outside of her building eating out of here. You called? <laughs> yeah. You know, I got to finish this. Uh, oh my God! Somebody at the after, 
Okay, you can talk. Somebody at the after party brought these fucking special donuts and cut them up in pieces. And uh, thank you for cutting up in pieces. So I couldn't eat a whole one, but I did eat uh, half eventually. Um, so, uh, yeah, good for that. Uh, all right, next story. Lesbian speed dating event can ban trans women. Listen, when it comes down to it, even the lesbians are going, look, you can't be a, a man who thinks he's a woman and coming to a lesbian speed dating. Uh, a lot of people are nervous to talk about the subject. Um, and, you know, I, I say, you know, I would share my feelings. Number one, I don't think uh, trans women should compete in women's sports. I think it's unfair to biological women. I'm going to say that. But, but everybody, I'm not an asshole. I'm all for trans women competing in women's beauty pageants. Because if a dude can out hot a fucking woman, God bless that brother. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a fucking achievement. I don't need to know a dude can out bench out fucking swim another you know a woman but if you can right. look hotter and you can almost get me to give you a blowjob on south beach on one ecstasy pill then i give you the thumbs up right um yeah no i i <laughs> sorry i i just got bombarded yeah you like playing um, musical podcast yeah no that's no that's my fault my fault there's there's a lot going on in in the world of gene harding <laughs> but but here's the here's the thing though like I like inclusion I like everybody feeling fair and 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 feeling uh like they pursuing or they're doing whatever it is that they want but I'm down with these lesbians right now because they are proving to, they are showing the world we don't care about civil rights we don't care about justice we don't care about the law we hate dick that much yeah be consistent it's amazing <laughs> yeah we yeah. listen we will do we will fight but we will bring no balls in this establishment yeah and i you know what go ahead go ahead i think I it's great I, I that's it when it all comes down to the everybody's own their own lifestyle it's a it's a moment where you say okay i'm gonna tolerate it or not tolerate it and uh so it's uh it's definitely our last story is more. I'm going to put Detective Gene on this again. But woman loses toe inside Las Vegas Strip hotel room after she tells man $200 is not enough. And if you've ever uh, hired a professional in the city of Las Vegas, um, then you know that whatever the price is you thought it was is just the opening <laughs> bid. It is the <clears throat> it is the 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 cover charge. It is the you know it is not yeah, the full well price. That poor dude found out the hallway. Yeah. And that's what happened in the story. You know, the story starts, tries to read is that they got into the discussion about, you know, how, I, I, you know, how much is it to, you know, to come and I guess so. And that's what it comes down to. But, and, and, you know, and then he got an argument. He says, look, I'm not paying you anymore. And she says, well, look, you don't understand how this thing works. Right. I mean, that's what happened here. Yeah. But here's the thing about that story. Why it, it said the lady lost a whole toe like nobody there was nothing about severing cutting not a slice and stabbing there was none of that the lady just lost her toe like so it just leads me to question like how sturdy were those toes like how you lost a whole toe you know what i mean broken cool ripped but you lost it they they found the toe inside the hotel room yeah 
Well, you, you know, I, my impression, because I'm pretty good about this, you know, I watch a lot of CSI and shit. So I, I'm pretty sure what happened was he was pushing her the fuck out of the building, you know, getting her out of the room. Get the fuck out. I'm not giving you any money. Get the fuck out. And they fought. And then she, you know, she did the old, like, he got, she, she's out of the room, right? And all of a sudden, he's about to shut the door and she's like, sticks that fucking big toe in there to stop the door. And pop, pop. And then, but it took the toe off? What door yes. was this? You ever see a hotel door, man? This ain't like, you know. Dude, th- listen, the only door that could do that was the the, the, the vault in the inside, man. That <laughs> yeah. I could see taking off a whole toe. <laughs> not a, not a door. Yeah, but not a door at the, uh, the travel lodge off the strip in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, no. uh, I don't know. But I, that's, my, that's my story. And, uh, you know, listen, uh, for those of you going to go to Vegas, uh, not that we know, and thank God, this did happen weeks before Gina and I were there. We had nothing to do with this shit. Uh, I would just pay the bitch the money and get it over with. <laughs> yeah, I fucking I have the money, you know, I'll talk, I'll take care of it. So, uh, all right, before we close the show, uh, we do a segment uh, called uh, Let's Associate. This is where I say a word or phrase and ask our guest to Gene today. Uh, what the first thought, story, feeling, whatever you want to say from it, uh, whatever the, the phrase or word expire, uh, basically uh, inspires you to do. Inspires. Let's do it. We got a couple minutes. Uh, uh, I'm going to the first expression is Buffalo Soldier. Dreadlock Rasta. <laughs> uh, Buffalo Soldier is what I've called a few women I dated in my life. <laughs> Listen, if take us back in time to the World Series of Comedy, which obviously is in, I think it may have been the same World Series of Comedy main event where John Wynn showed his toes to tricks. And I found you found out that story before I fucking found out that story where John Wynn has been in this and told this story. Uh, I, I think it happened. Remember, we were at this party. And there was these big women, and you said, oh, "I'm be- I'm being tracked by these Buffalo soldiers." You know, remember we we're at the party and those two girls, and I remember fucking saying, "Buffalo, what the fuck are you talking about?" Thank you very much. Uh, our second expression is "bitch ass," "bitch ass," <clears throat> "bitch ass." What does that conjure up? Um, dudes, I don't like. That's, yeah, that's all I think. If you get that term "bitch ass," ah, oh, then you you demoted to a level you can't unbury. Yeah, bitch ass is somebody who's a bitch and an ass. And you know what I mean? That that takes a lot. It takes a lot to be a bitch, first of all. And then an ass. Bitch ass. Uh, a bitch right? ass, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a fucking... Yeah. Uh, not, off, not, not used often enough, I think, in today's day and age. Um, our, our third word is shady. Shady could be tied with bitch ass. Yeah, because <laughs> if you if you if you do some shady shit to me, I'm looking at you like you bitch ass. Yeah, you know what I mean. I get it. They kind of maybe that's why I had them put together in my mind. Uh, yeah. Our fourth expression: uh, best set ever. Oh, that shit! I could feel like that often. Like, nah, that's not true. I got maybe three in my head that were the best set ever. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know what they are, but I think I got three. All right. Uh, and our last expression, deal breaker. A deal breaker. That's it. I'm cool. I, I've used that a lot. <laughs> That's a deal breaker. That's a red flag. That's like, yeah. ah, I'm cool. Or you know how you see a baddie? She got everything. And then, I don't know, what's a deal breaker? 
I was going to say she don't got all her toes, but that's not true. <laughs> You're that's right, man. not true. I done smashed the two. <laughs> she ain't going to play co-ed kick- She's not playing co-ed kickball with you. Oh, right. I can't bring my girl to co-ed kick- kickball. Why? She's missing her big-ass toe. She couldn't no, accept $200. The kind of girl that only wears mittens, trying to hide that missing finger. <laughs> I don't know what a deal breaker is for me. Um, I know yeah. I got them. Because I yeah. don't tolerate a lot of stuff no more, but yeah, bad breath, um, one, yeah, um, you know, I don't like. I'm deal breaker for me is a woman that has that hook in her nose, like a fucking ox, like a fucking cow. Oh, word, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah, <clears throat> chest like a ch- big ass chest tattoo. That that's a relationship deal breaker. It's not I'll fuck deal breaker. I'll fuck a girl with a chest tattoo, but I will not go out with her. Seriously. Right. I just couldn't go to dinner and see her, you know, have people look at that fucking chest tattoo. I'm like, yeah, that's my girl. Oh, what about, what about the, uh, the tattoos with other dudes names on them? (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? You might as well, you might as well, you might as well just display a list of how many times you guys fucked every time I see you, you might as well go, Hey, you know, I fucked bill 1800 times over the last nine years. Now I'm, now I'm with you. Anyway, that's that's all we have time for here on the Wake Up Late with Dougie Show. I want to thank my good friend Gene Harney for joining us today on the Wake Up Late with Dougie Show, buddy. And Yo, uh, again, tell him tell him how to get on the Instagram, uh, you know, uh, sessions with Gene, and uh, anywhere <laughs> else, uh, anything else coming up you want to share. Why are you talking like an old man? You can get on the I Facebook. Know. You can get on the book face. Um, <laughs> the Instagram is at Gene Harding, G E N E Harding, H A R D I N G. At Gene Harding on Instagram, Facebook, Tinder. There you go. Uh, well, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. And had a great time hanging with you in uh, the Strat Hotel, where you basically stay at the hotel and never walk outside unless you want to die. Uh, I'm glad to finally be back. Sorry we were coming in every once in a while. So things get busy. And we've got a lot of traveling coming up. So we're going to try to get some other shows to you. Uh, every once in a while so stay tuned for more and be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel if you haven't already like make a comment on the show and lastly this wednesday through sunday uh i am uh, going to be at the comedy zone in the cherokee or harris cherokee casino resort in cherokee north carolina opening for my good friend sean jones wednesday through sunday seven o'clock shows one show a night go to dugoutmade.com for more dates thank you god bless uh, stay well and we'll see you next time right here at the same spot yeah!